Righto, from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. Earning season stateside, we looking good? Yes, we are. We are so far. So the US company ending season is now in full swing. So this is for third quarter earnings. Um, and now, sort of a bit of context here. The US share market has recovered this year after an awful 2022. So S&P 500, which is our benchmark, in the US terms, that's up just over 13%. Uh, so far this year, but September was a tough year. It was up a lot more before September. So the market fell around 5%, just under 5% in September. It was that concern around the surge in US Treasury yields and you know how long monetary policy would be restrictive. Uh, but it has recovered this month in October uh, amidst the speculation of the possibility of a soft landing in the US. Now, earnings are crucial, Mike, because share market fortunes tend to follow earnings. And it has started well, and that's been supporting these, these indices. And that's despite the fact that over the last few days we have seen these 10-year US Treasury rates lifting again. Now, the banks, the financial companies, they're all the early reporters, so we've seen a lot of those. This kicked off last Friday. It's continued this week. These are all the biggies, Mike, Bank of America, JP Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and overnight we've also seen Morgan Stanley. Now, generally higher interest rates or rising interest rates help bank profits. And why, you may ask? Well, banks make profits out of the margin between what they pay for deposits or, and funding and what they lend at. And as interest rates rise, you would be unsurprised to hear that they push up their lending rates. And there's usually a lag with them raising their deposit rates. Um, JP Morgan, $13.2 billion in earnings. That was up 35% from a year ago. Happy days. Uh, beat analyst expectations, uh, rising profits despite the slowing economy. They, a, couple of no, a couple of points they made, they noted that consumers are depleting their savings. Uh, but CEO Jamie Dimon made the comment that generally consumers and businesses are healthy. Uh, then we had the CEO of Citigroup uh, noted a continued deceleration in spending. A cautious consumer was, were there with profits up 2%. Wells Fargo, they did really well. Their profits were up 61%. Uh, revenue 6.5% higher than the third quarter of 2022. They beat consensus expectations. Uh, so the general picture here is sort of quite good, quite positive. Uh, Goldman Sachs, not so chipper, big investment bank. They had sort of a drop in profits, a 33% fall actually from a year ago. They've been pulling back from consumer banking. If we have a look away from the banks, Johnson & Johnson, huge business, of course. They beat their quarterly earnings and revenue estimates. Uh, and then overnight, we've had Morgan Stanley. Not so good. Their shares fell almost or almost as much as 8%. Uh, their wealth management revenue, a little bit problematic for analysts looking at that. Uh, their CEO says, this is interesting, he said he doesn't think there will be a recession. Oh. Uh, then, yeah, yeah, which is pretty good. Uh, airline stocks, uh, they're under a little bit of pressure. United Airlines under a bit of pressure. And people will probably be interested in Tesla and Netflix. They report in a few hours' time after the market close. Okay, what about China? We got life? We got life. I said we'd keep China developments in the mix, keep people posted. Uh, big data dropped yesterday and looking a little healthier. Uh, GDP third quarter. And I was just thinking about this. They're reporting a GDP third quarter number, Mike. It's only the 19th of October. Yeah. This is for 30th September. Pretty good, isn't it? Anyway, uh, a good number. Uh, GDP year on year 4.9%. When I say good number, we'd expected that expectation for that were four and a half. So it's quite an impressive beat. 1.3% for the quarter versus a 0.9% expectation. Now, their GDP has fallen. At the end of the last quarter, it was at 6.3%. So growth is slowing, but it's not as much as had been expected. Uh, industrial production, also above expectations, 4.5% year-on-year gain there. And retail sales, to sort of confirm this theme, better than expected numbers, 5.5% higher for the year. That was expected to be at 49 So all those numbers a little bit better than we thought they'd be. Now, 
China's authorities have been introducing some policies to try and boost the economy, and I guess we can validly ask the question now, are those policies working? Look, they still have real problems in their property sector, Mike. That, that is going to remain a significant headwind. Other issues, you know, the confidence in the private sector is low. Global demand for their products is sort of weakening. They've got these lingering tensions with the US. You know, but some of these economic numbers are stabilising. And for New Zealand Inc., yep. those signs are positive. Yes, indeed. Numbers, please. Rightio. The, uh, yeah, weak, weaker US markets overnight. The Dow Jones is down 0.4%, 33,864. The S&P 500 down three quarters of a percent, uh, 4338 at the moment. The NASDAQ down just over three quarters of a percent as well, 13,427. Uh, overnight, the FTSE 100 had a pretty weak night, lost just over 1%. Uh, 7588 the close there. Nikkei barely changed, 32,042. Shanghai Composite uh, down 0.8 of a percent, 3058. Uh, the Aussies yesterday gained 0.3 of a percent, so small rise, 7077 the close there. And we were up seven points, then 650, 11,221. Now, here important, Mike, Kiwi dollar 0.5856. I'm worried about the New Zealand dollar. We're now at our low for the year that could drop even further from here. Against the Aussie, 0.9245. Against the Euro, 0.5559. 0.482 against the pound, 87.73 Japanese yen. Gold is rising, safe haven buying, $1,948. Now here's my worry, Mike. Brent crude, $91.45 at the same time as a weaker New Zealand dollar. That's not a good combo. It is not. All right, mate, see you tomorrow. No. Appreciate it. Andrew Kelleher, jmowealth.co.nz.